Hey, welcome to Straight to the Point, completely off topic. How you doing, Nubs? I'm doing great. I, you hear that in my voice, how I don't, um, I, I, some reason, I know the name of my podcast every other time, but there's a little pause because I'm, for some reason, I'm just sure I'm going to mess it up. <laughs> well, I got I think it right. Doing, I think you're doing great. Thank you. How are you doing today? Um, I'm doing better. Uh, better than I was the other day. Uh, oh, what was going on? I kind of broke my middle knuckle. Nubs broke his knuckle. You ain't got so many of them left. They call you I Nubs know. for a reason, right? <laughs> yeah. How how you you lost your finger at one point, right? I did lose my finger at one point. Um, two thousand eight. I had a tumor in my finger that was pretty much going to take my life, and it was finger of life. So I had Good to Lord. get rid of my finger. Yeah. Which which hand's that on? Uh, I got my ring finger on my left hand. And you're a guitarist. So Correct. is that an important finger for you? Um, it's pretty important, but I uh I had to relearn pretty much everything I wrote and learned. Um and just you, every, yeah. <laughs> you play a right-handed guitar then. Yep. Yep. Okay, right on. So it's just power chords anyways. Just play power chords. <laughs> <laughs> you can just have your fourth member of the band fill yeah, in for the things yeah. that you can't hit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which actually, we should talk about the, the band's name is Lines of Loyalty. Yep, uh, yep. They're, they're a top 40 band, am I wrong? Uh, yeah, we, uh, we just hit top 40 um, in, <gasps> in the nation awesome. on the um, media-based active rock charts, and we hit number 39. So we were in the top 40 for sure. Fuck yeah. No, no, we're number 39. Fuck about 40 now. <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep every one of them. We're the top yeah. 39. Yeah. That has got to be a long, um, I'm guessing, right? You didn't just start this a couple years ago. Yeah. I mean, this has been something I've been doing my whole life. I mean, outside of tattooing, like music's really been my passion. And um, I've been in a lot of bands, but the group of guys I'm with now, We've been together for about seven years, maybe a little longer. Um, we were a different name. Uh, the band name was different before. It was called Mixed Company. And it wasn't even our band. None of us were the original members. We actually took over the band, kept the name, licensed it. And then we were like, you know what? Let's make something our own. So the three of us, it's just us three. It's uh, me on vocals and guitar. Uh, my bass player does vocals, bass, and keyboard. And then my drummer does drums. So like, it's literally just three of us. And we, we rebranded and renamed it um, not too long ago here and became Lines of Loyalty. Is there any uh, plans of adding a fourth? Um, I mean, maybe. I mean, there's no, there's no knowing. I'm not going to say no, because it could happen. Right. Um, we do have but a really cool, a really good guitar tech. Uh, our buddy Ethan, he, he's a great kid, man. He's a good dude. And he, he helps me with all my shit and he learned all our songs. So like if we ever needed someone to fill in or do anything, I'm sure he can do more than that, you know? So if this knuckle were to break, then you could still provide vocals and he could, he could play for you. Exactly. Yep. I, I guess the whole reason I, I ask is, is just, uh, not even to ask, actually, I really just wanted to set up. You guys sound very polished. I was I was amazed that it was a three-piece band. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we uh, we worked really hard on that, man, and finding our sound over the past couple of years and really developing who we wanted to be, you know, because we used to play, like, kind of like classic rock almost, like classic pop rock. Like, I don't know. As your former um, band name you did? 
Yeah, and like the stuff we're doing now is more like new metal and more modern rock. That's on most most you know stuff nowadays too. So, give me an idea of your old set list then of, of the um, classics. Something I mean, like our old stuff was more along the lines of stuff like like Buck Cherry and like that style. You know, like more of that that like cock rock almost. Okay. Um, and then now the stuff we're doing now is just really more modern and just like you know, a lot of kind of what's out there right now. I mean, there's a little bit of hip hop is stuff in there and a lot of flow, but mm. there's a lot of like just the heavier riffs and the drop tuning, like our tuning is way lower now and stuff. And it's just a lot more diverse. It, it, last time I, I talked to, did you know, you know, who Tony Iommi is, I'm guessing. Yep. Uh, yep. For he's Black got, Sabbath. He's got the three, yeah. He's got three, the tips of his fingers are cut off. Okay, right on. I was wondering yeah. if you were aware of that and if if you were planning on making a, a prosthetic of some sort like you did. I thought about it. I thought about making a prosthetic and getting a fake finger for it and fucking around. How how wh- what point it must be um the whole how much of the finger's gone? Uh pretty much all of it. It's literally um so if you were to take your finger from your nail and make it go away all the way that middle knuckle and get rid of that middle knuckle. And then from there down is what I have. I have no knuckles. Permanent shocker. Permanent shocker. Permanent shocker. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, but that again, not such a problem, I guess, because uh, be- because you're pl- well, no, I guess it could be a huge problem. Really. I mean, it, it would be better on your right hand. I, I guess the only problem that's, that's not there is you don't give people the creepy finger when you shake their hand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I, you know, I got a good firm right-handed handshake. So yeah, know, they have works. no idea. Yeah, if you if you <laughs> if you're an amputee, my brother's amputated. He's got his thumb gone and it's on his right hand, and he, okay, he's got to warn people sometimes. I tell him mm. at least. I don't know if he always does. Hey, dude, you got to warn people <laughs> about that. He's going with that. You feel that funny nub? Like whoa. <laughs> Moving on, top forty hit. Yeah, that's. I mean, it's not just it's it's big, but it shows where you're going as well. Right. In your opinion. Yeah. I mean, I want to like my goal. I mean, I believe I've already made it, but like I have goals. Everyone's got a goal, you know, and Mm -hmm. what's your goal? One of my biggest one of my biggest goals was like, you know, to be on the radio and, you know, to to perform on the radio and and have people hear my music everywhere. And I fucking did it, (laughs) you know, like right on. I I made that happen. And does it pay like we all imagine it? Um, no. Are you rich not, beyond your I, wildest I, I, imagination? I do not make a lot of money as people would think I do and think my career is all fun and I get to travel and it must be amazing. Well, it is amazing to see all the cool places and play the big venues and meet people and, you know, even with tattooing. But, like, it's a lot of money to do what I do, <laughs> you know, like to travel and, I mean, gas and food and flights and hotels and all. I mean, you know, you know how it goes. Well, that's for tattooing, but you, you're traveling with a, I'm guessing, a tour bus of some sort. Yep, yep, we got a tour bus, which which is a lot of gas, and it's a mm-hmm. big, big, uh, big bus, and takes a lot of gas, a lot of maintenance. We built our own bunks in it. Um, we each have a bunk in our in our bus, which is awesome. What what year bus is this? Give me uh, an idea of of length, maybe even. Give me some some dimensions. Uh, I want to say it's like a short bus. But it's white. <laughs> you guys ride this short bush. Yeah, and it's white, <laughs> and it's it's got it's got a lift on it though, so all of our equipment mm-hmm. gets lifted through the back with our merch and stuff. It's got dualies cool. in the back. 
Let's go. Uh, no, Julius. What year? What year is our bus? My base player. My base player is here with me right now. Oh six. Oh six. Oh six. What? It's a Ford three fifty. Ford. It's a Ford E three fifty or something. Yeah. Okay. So, so your bus is like 23, 24 foot long. It's not so big. Yeah, yeah it's not huge, but it's, it's a okay. short bus. Yeah. <laughs> right on. Yeah. Well, I wasn't sure if we had moved on to that. Do you see that in the future? That you're going to be pulling in with three of these buses, one for oh, your pyrotechnics, yeah. one mean, for your stage, I think, one for your I think groupies. One day, one day we're going to have big buses. We, uh, we had um, a tour we did with Pop Evil right before mm-hmm. COVID, and we shared a bus with them. And it was, this bus was massive, biggest bus I've ever been on in my life. And it had 12 bunks in it for sleeping, a back room, a whole kitchen. It was unreal. Three bands slept on this bus and we traveled. We played at, wow. uh, we played at Lambeau Field. Lambeau mm-hmm. Field was awesome. We got to play one of the biggest football stadiums in, in the U.S. That's crazy. Wow. Well, yeah. Let's talk about that. Some of these achievements, because there's been more than just the top 40, obviously. In my oh, yeah. opinion, at least right now, you're touring with Nonpoint, right? Um, Is that not right? touring with Nonpoint, but we have a ton of shows with them. Um, okay. We're actually, it's like, so we do have a tour lined up towards the end of the year, a pretty, uh, like more of a major one, but all the shows we have lined up now is pretty much like our own tour. But we have, we're playing with Nonpoint, we're playing with uh, Hinder, um, and then we have, what was that? Soil. Big Soil. I don't know if you remember the band Soil. They sound vaguely familiar. They had uh, that song, uh, I will stone you, stone you, wrap okay. my arms around you, that band. Yeah. But uh, Smile Empty Soul, The Lonely Ones, uh, Gemini Syndrome, those are all some more big bands that we're playing with. But most now of them are I mean, these got on, your, on the same label that you're signed to or something? Is that how you um, get your so connections with these people? We're, we're not on a label. We're independent right now, but we do have a booking agent and an entertainment agent through a TKO and Arden Entertainment, which are huge. Like everyone who's everyone's on TKO. I mean, Led Zeppelin's okay. on TKO. So, I mean, that's that's awesome. Well, um, they're not really doing too much anymore. I'm... Well, no. Actually, Robert Plant, <laughs> believe it or not, uh-huh. I believe Robert Plant's working on a solo album with some female singer right now. Oh, wow. Yeah. I was not aware. So I guess yeah. they are. And, and that's going to be on TKO as well. I don't, I don't think the rest of them are doing much, but I know he is. <laughs> right. And that is on TKO as well. Yep. But yep. Is it, so where are you getting these? Um, it, does your agent then reach out to these? Yeah, our booking like agent non- reaches out to the venues and the bands and does all, you know, that's doing his job. He's pretty much our manager. Like that's what he, that's what he does. So how is it that somebody without a, I mean, you've got a manager, but you don't have a record company behind you. Correct. How is it that you end up on a top 40? It's kind of so, maybe it's a new world, but that's not really heard of too often. It's really hard to do. Um, a couple of things we had to do. We had to create and record an amazing song. Um, that's, a, so we, that's a plus. We have a producer that's. In Let's give Kansas. a plug to the song. What's the amazing song yeah. that got you here? Yep. <laughs> Yep. Um, so we have a producer that's in Kansas that, uh, you know, is a great producer and he produced our, our music and he did our last single as well, which, which hit number 54. Um, it hit the top 100. It didn't hit top 40, but it hit number 54. And then this song hit top 40. And then it's just pretty much going with him, taking all of it together and then you know, bringing it out to some of these radio stations and, and some of them playing them. Some of, a lot of them, you know, turn them down. 
a lot of radio stations turned the song down. They said they didn't like the rapping in it, you know, and that's OK. Like, <laughs> okay. I get it, you know. Well, wh- which song? I don't recall any rap. The, um, the With or Without You. It's like I kind of like rap a little bit in like the verses, but it's not like rapping, rapping. It's like rock rap almost like so. Yeah, I didn't catch any rap that I thought, of, but yeah, I followed. So, I mean, it was just they. a lot of them said I sounded too white boy rappy or, you know, it's mm. it is what it is. And there's going to be that out there, which is fine. Uh, um, and so like with that, like people can call into the radio stations and the more they called in, the more we would get spun because they play it. And then the radio stations saw that certain songs that were on there were doing better. So uh, like they'll go from like a light rotation and the next week they'll do a medium rotation. We'll get 14 spins that week. And then they go to a heavy and it'll be like 28 spins. And the more spins you get on a station mm-hmm. will determine how high you go in the charts. And so you get hit, you get paid for those spins too. Am I wrong? Um, so we we get paid for the licensing of the song. So like, you know, okay. the band gets paid. I don't get paid. The band gets paid. So like, well, we you take a check through the band. So the band mm-hmm. has a you know pretty much everything together. And then when we get paid, like say we make a bunch of merch, and we sell all our merch, that merch mm-hmm. that we sold goes right back into making new merch and more merch and you know, gas for the bus and fixing the bus. Oh, the tires fucking blew or the engine's blown. Like right, all right. that money that we make throughout the band goes right back in the band. So really right now you're not drawing a paycheck so much as you're reinvesting Correct. seven years into not this. Yet. Not <laughs> yet. Oh, I've been doing this right. for my entire life, but seven years hard as a band. Yeah. Right. How, how did it feel then uh, getting the news that you would have to lose your finger? Um, I mean, no one wants to die. This is well, kind of so an easy choice. On, when that on happened in 2000, yeah, when that happened in 2008, I was um, I was a drug addict. I was a very bad drug addict, and I didn't care really what was going on in my life at that time. Um, you know, I had. Were you I had still a lot playing of, music or or not? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was I was doing music and stuff, but um, I was just not where I'm at today. I've learned a lot from my younger days and I'm sure everyone has, you know, and I just, uh, I struggled with a lot of things when I was growing up. I was, I was in foster care most of my life and, um, you know, was taken away from my parents and stuff and lived, I lived a pretty, pretty rough upcoming when I was younger. And we talk about this at all or not. Yeah. I mean, you're dude, you're open to talk about anything you want with me, man. Well, uh, yeah, I wasn't aware. I mean, we haven't even talked at all about anything like this. We only met a few times. A yeah, couple yeah. of times, actually. Um, Detroit got yep. along great. And then I had oh, yeah. to run off to the GWC Wrestling Museum. Oh, that was awesome. I saw the video. That was really cool. <laughs> oh, my God. It was so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but it was tough. It's actually, it, it, I really didn't know if I wanted to leave I uh, because I just met you. You had yeah. this awesome career, you know, and this this awesome story, in my opinion, too, because it's a it's a roller coaster ride. It's full of triumphs and tribulations, and and we're still yeah. grinding at it. That's why I like. Here's what I like. Uh, I kind of feel like if you were a pyramid scheme, maybe I got in at one of the low tiers, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so when you are big and fancy, rich, you know, living on your private yacht and shit, I can call you up and be like, dude, I want to come up for the weekend, ride your jet skis. <laughs> hey and you know what we can do that anytime bro as long as you call me out to hang out with you too man oh absolutely absolutely you uh what what are well no i won't get into the schedule i was about to ask what your schedule was for tattooing but we'll talk about that um, later. I, I know i will see mm-hmm. you at kansas city 
I'm looking forward to it then. But yep. uh, let, let, well, let's talk about that a bit later because we get into the tattoos. We might as well stay a little bit on point. I'm yep. trying to learn this despite the title. I've given myself almost too much leeway <laughs> and I'm trying <laughs> to learn how to keep a conversation in one direction. Yeah. So yeah. hopefully that doesn't piss my listeners off. Oh, um, no, I think it's great. Well, we'll see, you know, if they got used to me one way, who knows? <laughs> but uh, as a three piece band traveling the country and, um, and building fans. And I mean, that's kind of the idea, right? You're very yeah. similar to tattooing. Yep. You're going to a city, you make a, a big noise, you get it. Yeah. Hey, look at me. Didn't you have fun? Didn't you like it? Buy some records. And then you hope to those fans will cultivate and grow. And keep going and grow and grow. Yeah. And they have been, man, mo- like big time. Like I've been seeing it. All of our monthly listeners on Spotify and everything have been going up dra- like huge. Um, all of our awesome. plays, our playlists, everything. Our fan page is growing. Um, the fan page is Lines of Loyalty um, fan page, official fan page on Facebook. So, what was the song that you had that hit on the 50? What did you say, 53? 54. And that was uh, our 54. first single out. It was called I'm Not the One. Okay. I heard yep, that one that, as well. Yeah. That one's on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, Amazon, all, all the social medias, all that stuff. What's involved with making these videos? Um, so pretty it, much... It's, mm-hmm. it's renting out a space usually or getting a space to use, um, having a song that you want to, you know, do the video for, of course. And then we pretty much usually write out a small storyline. We'll okay. It out That's a what bit. I was wondering who was doing yeah. that. So we all kind of contribute in that a little bit and we come up with a vision and then we just roll with it, you know, and sometimes some of the stuff makes it, some stuff doesn't, but we yeah. just go, you know, we run the song and we run the plays and we just run it through and then we send it off but this isn't an interpreter from the like a, a music director these are all your I mean, own shooting yeah i mean we have uh, the people that do the videos with us like we have a great videographer right now juan Ibanez. Okay. um he's out of st louis he's amazing he's doing our next video which we're about to fly out to la uh over the weekend of uh may 5th through the 8th we're gonna be in la shooting a new music video out in the desert it's gonna be great is it that's awesome. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. And which is cool because a lot of the direction comes from, you know, the the videographer as well. So Juan, okay. he's got a lot of ideas. He he had a lot of input on our last video with the with or without you. He he definitely stepped up that and like directed us in a good direction for that as well. And he helped us hire in that actress that was in it, too. So that was that was really cool. Her name's Amanda. Um, okay. so that was, it was great, man. It worked. It worked well. You know, we the first video we did that I'm not the one was a 15 hour shoot is that that's good isn't it but yeah that's great i mean that that's a long time for one day but it was a 15 right. hour shoot you know and uh this next one we're about to do is pretty much going to be sun up to sun down out in the desert in california one day again yep nice nice Should keeps budget down right um i mean it does but still it's expensive it gets pricey <laughs> well no these are all things that i, I probably shouldn't but think about them and obsess about these parts but because you're doing this yourself because there's not a a, a record company helping you it yeah. it's it's kind of imp- they're very important yeah right like if you were to spend too much on a video you don't make your money back you can't afford yep. the gas to get to the city to, yeah, to get your what's fans really good what's really mm-hmm. good too though is that being independent and doing this on our own and putting it out there 
shows the people and shows the labels and those labels see us and then they scout us out. So that's, and then hopefully they give you more than seven points or some kind of poultry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, like, and I'm, I know, I know that we had talks about, there were a couple labels kind of looking at us right now too, which is, which is awesome because that's going to help in the long run with a lot of things like videos and radio play and records and stuff like that. So, cause everything, once you have the label, then white boy rapper is not applied to you so much. Yeah. Your yeah, white boy rappy. I, I think it was <laughs> like, no, it's cool, man. RCA says it's cool. It's cool. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Is that a funny part of, um, so the industry i mean sometimes the industry it, 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 do, do people not know what they like or does the industry not know what people like or it's it's a lot of politics man i mean it's hard like it's there's so many ways it could go you know and it's really hard to tell because there's so much going on like there's there's things that like like media base and stuff like that like media base is reported through a computer system through a radio station that plays it. So every time it's played through something, it's, it gets reported. What media is base. media base? Okay. The media base is pretty much runs to the billboards and you know what the billboards are, right? The top songs in the, the country. Charts. Pretty much. Like, yeah, what, the charts. like what I, I keep on seeing is the best metric for your success right now is, is yep. hitting the top 40. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we hit, am I wrong? Casey 40. Kasem's almost going to, he's going to be talking about you, man. <laughs> he could, he, he very well could. Yeah. And on um, that dog's tail was a beat. That B is now known as Lines of Loyalty. Here they are with their next hit single. Oh, that's great. That's so great. That's that's awesome. That's awesome. I thought it wasn't a bad impersonation. Ironically, I cannot do Shaggy. <laughs> oh, that was good, it. though. I liked it. Casey Kasem. God bless. Do you remember Casey Kasem? You're a I, young kid. I do. I do remember Casey Kasem. I'm not that, I'm not that young. I'm, I'm, How old are you? I am 38. You've got the back of a 62 year old, but you, you're still pretty young. <laughs> does, does not, and nobody on set wants to say, hey, man, stand up a little bit straighter. Go ahead. And, you're like 6'2, six, 6'3, six, right? But I swear uh, no, we, we talk eye level. Okay. Five, right, well, that would make sense. We talk eye level because I'm 5'11 yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> you got the same. Is it, is it tattooing or, or what is um, giving you your posture? Um, both. I mean, tattooing and, um, and music much. with a low guitar strap. It just looks so Pretty, cool. Well, huh? Playing acoustic a lot, like sitting down, okay. punched over a lot, you know, but I've been working a lot of my pasta. Right. Actually, my ladies, uh, got me working out a lot more too. So I've been, been doing that and keeping up with that and doing shoulders nice. and, and back and stuff, which is something I'm not used to, which is different, but it's cool. That was one of my questions is what is the rock and roll workout? Jack Black um, has an opinion of it, but I wasn't sure if yours was the same. Uh, cock push-ups. I mean, <laughs> yeah. that's what you're referring to. Um, <laughs> you can only do one. Yeah, yeah. It's, I guess it is that that. Um, you're not gaining forty pounds. You're going to keep it svelte, huh? You don't. Well, believe it or not, I used to weigh two hundred and sixty-five pounds. Right? I wouldn't believe that. Well, I mean, and I do. You've just told me it. Couple- past couple of years i went on a very strict diet and um i am now down to 163 and i'm the best shape of my life right now wow yeah and that's just literally from pretty much diet change i don't do dairy uh really i don't um do meat i don't do gluten really it's just pretty much veggies fruits grains nuts berries fish nothing seafood. with a shadow 
<laughs> hey, seafood, seafood has shadows. Okay, right on. Yeah, right. I if you were you were two sixty five, right? Yep. Is that what you say? Good yep. Lord. And were you addicted at that same time, or did you kind of uh, gain weight after you quit your addiction? So pretty much. Um, so I've got I've got ten years of no hard drugs now. Um, I just uh, celebrated March March seventeenth was was ten years, and I uh, you know I don't. I don't think that it was bad that I went through all of that stuff. I actually think I learned a lot from it, but when I did quit, I, I resorted to food. Okay. Yeah. Like you replaced food, one so. addiction yep. with the other. Yeah. Like Somewhat. bad food. So like I was drinking sodas every day, just like double quarter pounders, cheese, extra cheese, extra bacon, extra everything. Like it was bad. Like it was just horrible. And me and my band were like one day we're like we all have a goal weight we want to reach and want to look good and we fucking did it and exceeded it my goal weight was 185 and now i'm down to um 163 awesome what were your 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 other guys your bandmates were getting bigger too um well my bass player was getting a little bigger too he works at uh burger king he's a manager for burger king um okay but he I'm like envisioning you guys having a group on for Jenny Craig or something. Right yeah. Now. I mean, but no, <laughs> my, my drummer's always been in shape. He's always been in shape. He never really had a problem, but he did um, become a vegan and he got a lot healthier, um, you know, tightened everything up and stuff like that too. And then me and my bass player pretty much went on the same path. And now we just were all in the best shapes of our lives, you know? Right on fighting weight. Yeah. So we can expect you in the ring sometime soon. Um, I don't know. After this knuckle thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe not. Huh? What'd you yeah. do with your knuckle? So we recently played a show. We rocked out. We were celebrating, having a good time. Good night. And you know, those punching bag machines at the bars. Yeah, I know exactly. <laughs> you so, don't need I uh-huh. Yeah, I punched it and I, we were doing great and I was winning and then my bass player was beating me. So I had to beat him and I punched it and I lost my footing. And after I punched it and lost my footing, I hit the back hard plastic of it with my knuckle. Yeah. And yeah, it was not good. Those things take out. I, I'm always amazed they, they last because it seems to me they either cause a fight. They break a hand by the yeah, end of I the mean, night. I mean, you're a big dude, so I would imagine if you hit that thing, you hit it pretty damn hard. Especially. Oh if you no, you'd be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not a good puncher. I take most really? of my. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm best with my blocking. I block most punches with my face. But okay. Okay. As a result, my face is really hardened up. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I got that going for me, I guess. But me on no, the other they, hand, they, um, my face, mm-hmm. my face didn't hold up so well. I got beat up real bad when I was younger and robbed at a stoplight broke a lot of really? my face yeah <laughs> well l- let's start and get us onto that path this is younger before you were you're in a ba- in the band that you're in uh, currently correct correct okay but let's go back you say you were you were in several foster homes was that here in michigan um nope i it's most of my life was in wisconsin um and i just oh yeah much, kenosha i'm sorry yep yeah i uh i most of my life i was i was in foster care from when i was about seven years old um, oh, good Lord. My my dad left when I was two. I was born in Los Angeles and my dad left when I was two. My mom moved here and then I was with her for a little bit and then got put in the foster care till I was about 16. And 
through those years, I became, you know, a drug addict and probably not uh, the greatest, not the greatest teen. Well, and, the foster care system is generally riddled with, I mean, it it's fucked, right? Yeah. Were, I mean, were you what treated I decent I mean, at least? Most of the beginning ones were not fun for me for most of it. But from when I was about 13 to 16, I did have a family that that was very nice to me and that helped me. But I was still rebellious and I was not a good kid, but I knew that they cared, you know. Right. Right. For for one of the first times, probably you started to have a real sense of a little of, bit. Uh, yeah. Man, but that's not that's not much. No. Um, do you think that caused you to be an artist? as you are though definitely and i i really feel that you know i i feel that music and art pretty much saved my life i follow yeah oh, well how, how i guess but how what, what choices were you going to make instead was uh it- if i wasn't doing music and art i'd probably mm-hmm. be doing drugs so but you were doing drugs were you doing drugs while you were doing music still yeah, but it just wasn't as good as what I'm doing now. Oh, the drugs? <laughs> the, the music. Yeah, I got some really good stuff, man. <laughs> no, no. If, well, I'm, I'm figuring you're dedicated more now. But at one point, yeah. sex, drugs, and rock and roll are, are pretty predominant in rock and roll. You know? Yeah. So it seems like they almost go hand in hand. It's a real easy path to get down uh, of, of addiction rather yeah. than... Uh, waiting until you're really good and then get the addiction. Yeah. I mean, I took the drugs, a lot of it to just numb my pain and numb my problems with my life um, and try to forget things and not remember it and not like think about it, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. But I found Have other you ways ever... to like, you know, mm-hmm. get rid of that frustration. I pretty much, you know, went into creating art and creating music out of those, those problems. What kind of tattoo style do you like to do? Uh, my favorite tattoo style, I love doing like black and gray animal portraits with like crazy color shapes around them. Like that's kind of my, what I love to do if I could do it all the time. Like uh, a light blue or a red or something like that circle or triangle. Yeah. Yeah. Anything. Why Um, do you find the, what do you, what do you, why do you like the triangle, the shape? I just, I like shapes in general, mainly because just like. I like sacred geometry a lot. I studied a lot, like just the the sacredness of it and like just the understanding of what shapes are and how they pretty much like make everything, you know? Okay. I know it's fascinating to me. But so then the shit, does it help you transition to the skin as well? Or is it something that you actually have to work into? Is it like um, almost harder because, because you're using it? Um, I don't know. I just, I like doing it. It doesn't seem too like difficult for me. I just like putting shapes in the, you know, spots. Like I like doing art that doesn't make sense, but it makes sense. Yeah. Like just when you put it together. I, I always wish I could, the, I always wish I could wrap my head around that. My, um, <laughs> my, I, I, if I attempt that, I pretty much have to follow somebody else's layout, you know? Yeah, because I I don't have a purpose for it. And I just, you know, to me, I'm just throwing a shape at it. And I don't have maybe the the love, I guess, for sacred geometry. Um, And maybe that's where it comes from. 
But yeah. I do see that sometimes it really seems to help because it'll give you a defining border sometimes, you know, yeah. so that you can control the space around. You got you. A lot of times you got to make a background or yep. be absent the background. But yeah. in this case, you could uh, I don't know, define the contrast with the color easy. Definitely. Um, I, after as, as you're going through foster care how many how many foster homes do you figure you were in uh well from when i was like seven till about 12 and a half i was in a good dozen maybe maybe 15 right on that's that's the the worst part right am i wrong not maybe not the worst. i mean i'm guessing that's one of the overall Mm-hmm. It was just shitty because I was so young and not knowing what was going on. And yeah, there's like no routine. It keeps house. changing. Yeah. It was so, different. but when you get your your routine, you're going to rebel against it, but yet you can still tell that they love you. Do you think you were rebelling kind of to, um, to because you needed to feel the love? You know what I mean? Like the, the love might have been there, but you didn't, you had to almost test it to know it was because of your i could see that okay i'm i'm reaching here now i should quit playing i'm sure a psychologist do you work with a psychologist what was that do you work with a psychologist i do not when i was younger i had to um i was on medications Mm -hmm. and stuff but i don't believe in medications i believe in natural herbs and stuff like that do you think it messed you up a bit and, I, and maybe I actually slowed do, you down. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I think it kind of, uh, I think when I was taking it, it made me not feel normal, I guess. But you've done all this, even losing the weight with, without the help of a psychologist or therapist. Were there programs or something? I, I just do music and art. Dude, <laughs> no N.A.? Uh, well, I mean, in the, in the beginning, like when I uh-huh. first, when I first got sober, I did a lot of meetings for like drinking okay. and drugs for a little bit. Um, but once I found that I could control it and I was just like, I don't need it. I just converted to art and music more and just like focused all my energy on all the good things. Like there was no need to go anywhere else with it. You know, that's that's extremely impressive. Thank you. I mean, really like uh, to lose the weight to to beat the addiction. I'm not that I'm saying you did that by yourself, yeah. but these are changes that you're able to apply. I figured at one point you must've sat down with like a life coach or something, started to iron have, this stuff out. I did have a sponsor um, who helped me in the beginning to stop drinking. When I stopped drinking, um, I drink now, of course, but not like I used to like when I drink, when I drink before, <laughs> no, I didn't I, know that. Yeah. When I drank before I, I fucking used to just, drink just to get fucked up now when i drink i just drink to socialize or just for a toast or for you know just to hang out or whatever i'm not like drinking to get fucked up i don't do anything to mess up my body i'll do it as more of a celebration thing or something you know um but like i don't back then i used to just drink to get fucking annihilated and didn't care what happened but i had a sponsor i had a sponsor who helped me who helped me with that a lot and uh he he recently passed away this year um, I'm sorry, but, but he, he was a good dude and he helped me through a lot of shit and he helped me realize like, you know, there was, there was one thing that he told me and he said, 
Um, just know that there is nothing that God will put in front of you that you can't do. I guess I like that better than, uh, God won't give you anything you can't handle. Well, that, yeah, same, same, pretty much same thing. Yeah. Well, I don't know, man. There's a lot of people that are, that have died that you're like, well, I don't know. Yeah. I guess they, they couldn't handle it. Like, let's but be I, honest. I do get that, but I do also get like everything, you know, I believe everything happens for a reason. So, you know, okay. however, however things go is, you know, whether they go good or bad, like it's no matter what, you're going to get through it somehow. So. And with you use that, that faith to help you get through it then. Yeah, a lot. So what's happened to you then was so that you could have this art and this prolific share, like, a, a, you know, because you're sharing so much of it. You're, you must be challenged challenge channeling excuse me you must be channeling quite a bit you you uh lost this weight made a complete diet change uh you quit drinking uh abusively yeah it, that's all um it's all in indicative <laughs> of using that very well you know your your music and your art i'm, I'm kind of blown away i'm really i'm really inspired by that Thanks, I don't man. know what to say, I guess. <laughs> I, don't, I, I, really I expected that. a lot of uh, NA questions and, and, you know, how long <laughs> were you in, in this and and uh, and what's your G Jenny Craig? Well, I didn't know about, yeah. about your weight loss. Yeah. Um. Where does the music come from then? Some of these are relationship ones, are they not? So the music, a lot of music that people write is stuff that you go through. Mm -hmm. And you know, a lot of the stuff that we're writing now is stuff that, you know, either I've gone through, I've seen, or my bass player writes half of the stuff as well. Like he writes a okay. big majority. So me and him put our minds together. I mean, we he's, he's had his fucking heart ripped out into a million pieces, you know? And okay. uh, so <laughs> is, that, for good, good is that good for the band? Huh? <laughs> it's good for the band. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You never so, purposely destroy his relationships just to just have a better song next time, do you? Uh, our drummer might. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking drummers, man! Not only are they always always using like I, they, you don't need to take my knife, you know. Every time you're sitting down at the Denny's and then they got to pick up something, the chopsticks. I never want. I don't like eating uh, sushi with with drummers. <laughs> I mean, not that they're bad people, but they, they got that energy that just keeps yeah. coming up. Tap, 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 tap. Like, man. Always tapping on stuff. Yes. Um, I, I wanted to talk more about, um, I guess, your upbringing. Yeah. Because you, there yeah. had, but not, not really your upbringing. I wanted to talk more about the moments when you recognize the needs for change and the process, the, the things you started to implement, you know what I mean? So like there had to be almost a checklist or something of like, well, I don't want this anymore because of this. I was married twice. And the first time I got married, I had a child. Um, I have a little girl. I have a daughter. I have two daughters now, um, but I had a daughter and my wife cheated on me. And I had to raise my little girl. 
and I needed to straighten my shit out. So I did. That was it, that was it, my that was my biggest I think motivation out of all of it was having when, when your daughter was born then your second daughter or your first my first daughter my first mm-hmm. daughter is when I when I got sober. Right on. You were no longer living just for yourself. Correct. Was it? Uh, I wonder if that. So so you have to have a desire um, for family. Uh, right. I mean, it can't be wrong. Right. You have, you have a desire yeah. to be needed and to be uh, looked after. So when you have a daughter, that is a big change for you then, right? You're able yep. to actually answer some of the emotional needs that you've needed your whole life by providing them for someone else. No. Yep. Oh, come on, man. Yep. This is podcast. So, so <laughs> sorry, but you, but I mean, you, you answered, you answered that pretty, pretty well. Right me. on. I but need but to I figure gonna, better questions. So I was going to say, um, so that started that. And then she cheated on me and, and we got a divorce. And then I had another child, another little girl and got remarried. And that second marriage was pretty bad. Um, it was very abusive to me. Um, you know, I love both of my kids very much. And my, my oldest daughter, I'll just briefly go over this, um, was recently diagnosed with, uh, kidney disease. Oh, I'm sorry to hear, man. And she's, she's she's going to have to be on a dialysis. So right now, um, there's a GoFundMe on Facebook on my page pinned to the top, pretty much that anyone can go to and donate, but it's for testing that she has to get done in Minnesota to find out the next steps of what's going to happen because she has multiple infections and cysts on both kidneys. So eventually both of them will need to be removed and she will need a kidney transplant, um, which I have to go and get an ultrasound as well to make sure if I can, you know, give her one of my kidneys. Yeah. Yeah. So um, now you feel bad about how you treated them back in the day. (laughs) Well, You're like, I'm glad yeah, it's I mean, not a liver, did, though. Yeah, well, now that I don't do a ton of drugs and everything, I hopefully they, you know, rejuvenated right. and um, got got a lot better. Um, so, yes, I, I uh, that's kind of what's been going on in, in my world on top of music and tattooing. Oh, that's a lot. Yeah. I, I was talking, I was thinking I wanted to edit out a lot of that because I was like, man, Kyle. You shouldn't you shouldn't have him talking about his family like that. But well, uh, I, I feel like I it's got to be a part of a source of your, your, you know, art. Yeah. And I can tell you one thing. One of my one of my biggest supporters is my future wife who is sitting next to me. And I uh, I proposed to her on Valentine's Day on the radio. And she said, no, yes. She said yes, <laughs> but she had no Congrats. idea what was going on. She was a little confused. Oh, um, she was in the in the in the studio with you. I was doing a radio interview for our new single, yeah. and I pulled out the ring and got on my knee, and she's like, "What is going on right now?" Um, and I, I can tell you this: she is the biggest supporter of me. She is the biggest help of me, and I wish nothing. She has to be now. Like, she couldn't say no. You forced her hand. You put her on. Hey, honey, <laughs> hundreds of thousands of people are listening right now. Don't say no. <laughs> no, but I and I support her 100 percent, too, though. Like she just got fully certified for doing eyebrows, lips and eyeliner oh, and cosmetics. And she went with uh, our friend Cara um, with Liz Cook and all them with Ever After. And yeah. they're you know, she's she's learned a Phenomenal. lot. Phenomenal. 
artist yeah. and permanent cosmetic artist. Yeah. Liz and they're Cook. all great people. They're all great people too. Ever after in Texas, but worldwide, they come to, they come to, does she tattoo at the shows? Did so, you tattoo at them? She's going to be at Kansas city with us. We're all got a booth together. Me, her Cara, and spot on beauty. And I believe ever after is going to sponsor Cara's booth too. Oh, fun. Right yeah, on. I'm pretty sure. I'm not exactly sure, but she was talking about that. So how long you guys been together? Um, so it has been a little over eight, eight months. Yep. Eight months now. Oh, it's still kind of fresh, huh? Yep. You guys but got I knew the, the second love. I met her. Uh-huh. I knew the second I met her, I was going to marry her. We met her too. She seems very level-headed. And I didn't, I, I guess I don't know you from Behope before. Like you're describing a whole different person than I've met. Well, I, met you, <laughs> you know? I met you in Chicago before I got sober, I think, okay. a long time ago. And it was you and um, uh, who else was it? Red Ink, um, he he messed up. Robbie Rupol. Robbie, yep. And you and Robbie, and I got a picture. Me and my drummer were playing acoustic uh-huh. and the drum in the lobby in the hotel. Okay. And you guys yes. walked past, and we got a picture with you, and I got it somewhere in my Facebook somewhere. But um, that was the first time I met you, and you you were kind then, and you were a nice guy, and you said, "Hey, nice to meet you." You we didn't talk much, but you know. Yeah, we shook hands right. and that was about it, you know. So well, that's a, was, a lesson to anybody too, then man. Like those people that you're walking past playing in this busking in the streets, even sometimes. Yeah, like, I used get, to do that all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, yeah. that's to me, there's a huge respect for that. Uh if you can go and, and get gigs, that's really cool too. But if you can just go and take your acoustic guitar and make enough money to eat maybe even pay a little rent then yeah. man that's awesome you know well, before all this band stuff i was doing solo acoustic stuff and i i was traveling the whole u.s doing my own shows booking my own stuff playing everywhere playing outside playing for whatever whenever um when i was 18 i was homeless in florida for a few months and i played guitar to make money and took a bus ticket back how, well how you end up in florida at 18 and so homeless when i was when I was 18, um, I was living with my stepdad and my mom for, for a little bit and I moved in with them. Um, and I was with them for a little while. So you reconnected with your mom then? My mom, a little, when I got old, when I was a teenager, yeah, just for a little bit, um, which was great. And I I have a great connection with my mom now. Um, you know, and I, I know the past is the past and things happen and whatever. Well, yeah, she had to be going through some, I I can't ever imagine that the choice to, to let anybody have your, is uh is made without a lot of duress you know yeah. like she there's stress there's um and and i i don't know i think people sometimes belittle that thought but yeah. i i don't i don't ever mean to stand in judgment of somebody who's had no. to be in the, i'm not in those shoes and I, no. I hope that obviously for you to be as level-headed as you are then you've also had to find that forgiveness and that understanding then too. I mean, yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I was mad at my mom for a long time when I was younger. I, I was very yeah. mad, you know, and, um, but that was near, nor here or there. I mean, now, you know, I, I, I respect my mom because she's my mom. You get one of them, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and is she, how's she doing now? She, she's she doing okay um she's not doing bad um been getting her to eat healthier just because she drinks so much damn soda and smokes cigarettes all day like i just try to not have her do that so much you know and, <laughs> but 
you can't, I'm not going to force her to do anything. I mean, <laughs> so, but no, it's impossible. It's impossible. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Fighting a diet or, or any of that. But when stuff. I was, and you have a strength was, that's beyond other people's for changing. So, you know what I mean? So as you say things, it, it may seem easy to you and to somebody else. It's, it's a, it's, you know, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It almost makes it seem like your judgment then is makes it harder for them to quit. Do you ever? Yeah, I feel that. I I feel that. I feel that. I can hear you there. Um, Getting back to when I was 18 and became homeless really quick. Yes. um, I was actually living with my stepdad and my mom. And when I was younger, my stepdad was not the nicest to me nor my mom. Um, But as I got older, when I was a teenager, when I turned 18, he was messing around with me and he was a little drunk and he pushed me around and I didn't want to take it. And I clenched a fist with the fist filler and I knocked him out. And then he sat up and said, get the hell out of my house. And I left and I went with a friend in Florida who said, get a job for us. And I had my guitar and my duffel bag and my backpack. And I went there with them and we were down by Pensacola beach and I was playing guitar. He was walking around. He's like, I'll meet you back here. Hours and hours go by. My bags were where his car was, and I was alone. 18 years old, didn't know anybody. No, he had your bags and everything, too? It was just my duffel bag, and I had my backpack and my guitar, and that was it. (laughs) Like That was my life that I had with me. So, uh, Like, that's the excuse that people walk up to you on the street with. You know what I mean? And he's like, yeah, sure. Sure, sure. I mean, that's. I was 18 years old, and I didn't know anyone, and I was stranded, you know, and that was that. He left. And left my shit there. So um, after six hours, seven hours, it starts to really dawn on you, right? Oh, it's you, you don't have a cell hard. phone. When, when the beach, when the beach, I didn't even have a cell phone. No, none of that back then. Um, and uh, yeah, I had my backpack with, I think, some weed in it and my guitar. And then I had my duffel bag with my clothes. And that was it. And I, I played for a few months, made some money and took a bus ticket back. And my stepdad apologized. Like that first night even. You played uh-huh. you that first night even. Oh, right? I, played, that- I played the whole night I was there. And then when I noticed people started disappearing, I went to the car and it was not there. <laughs> oh, you were already planning on busking out. Like, yeah, that's what I was doing. There. And we were gonna we were gonna okay. meet back up. And I went to meet back up and he was not there. <laughs> Have you ever talked to him again? I never seen him since 20 <laughs> years, on. 20 years ago. Oh, man. Yeah. oh I, I hope he gets to hear about your rise to fame. <laughs> yeah, that'd be that'd be great. <laughs> would does would he remember your name? Uh, I'm pretty sure he left me in Florida, and it's right. someone that I knew. So. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, boy, that would be nice. Yeah. <laughs> Another reason to hit number five. Number yeah, two. That'd be, that'd be number fight, one. Fight number one, man. Listen, <laughs> make I, a song uh, about him. I met Yellow Wolf in Philly at uh-huh. a Philly convention. I don't. Did you go to that one when Yellow Wolf? Yeah, was I did. There? Yep, I so did. I, got, I didn't get. I didn't get to meet him. Um, I got to meet him. I got, you know, pictures with him and stuff. And I got his bottle of uh, whiskey, his creek water. Yeah. And I I had him sign it. And I told myself, if I get a number one song, I'll open it. Well, right on. You guys, I hope it's good. With them, that would be cool. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. What's really cool is he's actually um, where I'm going to shoot my video in L.A. at the desert. He shot Uh a video there. Oh, right on. Where I'm going. A lot of people did. Wiz Khalifa did. Papa Roach did. Do you guys, do you, uh, 
do collaborations and stuff like that? That seems to be the thing that the kids do nowadays. Um, Would you try and can I, I do. So besides the band, I make a lot of beats and do a lot of hip hop stuff too. And I, I perform with other yeah. artists as well. So like I do a lot of side stuff. I figured is you have to, to keep your mind off of wanting to eat or drink. Yeah. <laughs> I keep my mind busy. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if I could, I could, but it's, it's tough. Changing your diet is tough, especially when you're going from town to town. Yeah. When you oh, when yeah. you're a vegetarian somewhere in in Kansas, yep. <laughs> um, I've I've probably stayed too long and said too much, so I should probably oh, start good, wrapping yeah. up. Well, I guess yep. actually that's my call sign of some stupid sorts, but I, <laughs> I should probably start wrapping this up and letting you get back to your life there, man. I really appreciate you letting me talk with you. Um, hey, is there anything you, that man. you would like to plug? What was that? No problem. Is there, is there any anything that you would like to plug? Um, yeah, I mean, my band page on Facebook is Lines of Loyalty. Um, the Instagram is Lines of Loyalty. And then the TikTok is also Lines of Loyalty. And then there's a fan page called Lines of Loyalty official fan page on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And then we have a website that's www.linesofloyalty.com. And there um, is a GoFundMe. Please uh, mention that as well. Yeah, the GoFundMe for my daughter, um, I appreciate that, is is on my Facebook. It's pinned to the top, uh, Glenn Nubs Morrison on Facebook, and it's it's the very first thing on the top of my page. I really do appreciate that. Um, and then, like I said, all of our all of our music and everything you can find lines of loyalty on Spotify, iTunes, Apple, Amazon, um, you you name it. It's on, it's on all of that. YouTube, and it's good. It is yeah, good. I, Thank you. You guys do a really good job. I mean, I I was excited to meet you. I figured you must have, you know, a a top 40 hit is a good metric. And I, I, somebody had told me that right as we were meeting. Um, But, uh, you know, you don't know how you're going to feel when, and I thought I really meeting you. I thought it was just going to be some uh, like death shit, you know, just like grind core. (laughs) Because you of know, my appearance, right? The, the dreadlocks so. and the tattoos and the gold fangs. Yeah, I get Sorry it. Sorry for <laughs> judging you, brother. It's all good, man. <laughs> but um, it, it, I was I was pleasant. I was pleasantly surprised. Not that uh, grindcore is so bad for me, but I, no. I, I, I'm older now and I can. Uh, it's hard to be so angry. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, thanks for uh, thanks for talking with me, Nubs, and uh, we'll talk to you again sometime soon. I hope. All right, bro. Sounds good, man. Oh, hey. How do yeah. people get a tattoo from you? Uh, that is my Instagram, uh, Nubs Tattoos, N-U-B-Z uh, underscore tattoos. And all my work's on there. You can also find it on Facebook as well under Nubs Tattoos. They're both on and the TikTok. So all social media, same thing. Right on. Thank you very much, man. Thank you, we'll man. We'll talk to you again. No problem. Take care, brother. All right, bro. Sounds good.